Hello and welcome back to the Cascast. <laughs> I'm Ilse. I'm Ella. And I'm Jess. Who are you? Castillo. And this week we are covering a season four, episode 15, Death Takes a Holiday. It was written by Jeremy Carver and it was directed by Steve William again. Steve. Our best friend, Stevie. Steve. No, no, Steven too is fine. <laughs> now, if you have been listening to this podcast, you will notice that uh, the last one we did was 410. So we skipped four episodes. Quite a lot has happened um, for the brothers. But not enough for me to care. So, um, I think Ella has some points that she'd like to bring up just quickly, briefly. We'll indulge you. Oh, well. Oh, wait. Ziggy's home. He's going to be interrupted. <laughs> what about you, Jess? What did you think about uh, the episodes that you didn't watch? Do you think it had an, e- uh, an impact on the, like, the flow of the no. season very much for you? <laughs> No. no, not really. I don't even know. I know, like, in the recap, they put the thing about the siren, um, which I know makes makes people's yeah. brains go crazy. Um, but I don't... They're like, wow, crazy. doesn't really that, mean that much to me. Yeah, that was the way. Um, I just... Um, doesn't add up to all that much to you? Yeah, I think I just love that, that siren ep so much because it's like, they wrote it like that. They wrote it and they, they did that. made it and it's like that. And it's just like they, yeah. So if you have also been doing a cast watch and you've not been paying attention to the Dean episodes and the in the Sam episodes and the other episodes, you know, of the show, um, what we're referring to is the the fact that there's an episode in which there are sirens and um, the siren that uh, appears as a man to Dean and as a woman to literally every other guy in the mm. show. Um, and so how they justify it is that, well, the siren was giving Dean what he most desired, which was a, a, like a little brother who he got along with, who understood him, all this stuff. But it seems like a little bit of a thin argument to a lot of us. Yeah, I think like they didn't set it up very well for it to be like, oh, it's different for everyone. Because it's like, no, every other case you showed us was like explicitly like a woman trying to in a romantic sexual relationship. Yeah. So like they could have done a million things like just because the siren was working out of the strip club. It doesn't mean that they all had to be that kind of relationship. Like one, not many strippers just like go home with dudes that like (laughs) go to strip clubs. Um, like that's pretty wild. Um, but you know, they could have, it could have been like, oh, one of the like bouncers, like, um, you know what I mean? Like, there just could have been different things that they did. But I get what you're saying. It's so yeah. thin. It's it's but like they did choose no to do that, and they it. did that. So that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so the fallout of that episode was basically that uh, Sam and Dean have been being bitches to one another once again, as um, all siblings need to up- upon occasion. Hmm. I think, um, particularly they when dealing have been with fighting these massive issues. <laughs> um, it's right. It does make sense. They have been fighting. And the recap shows us that Sam told Dean, oh jeez, you guys are going to hear how he does, I'm so sorry. I'm in the suburbs, there are birds, sorry guys. I don't mind hearing some um, <laughs> They're very loud in any way. But anyway, so the point is that Sam, in this recap, when he is all hopped up on siren shit, he said to Dean that um, he holds him back and that he's a a better, smarter, stronger hunter than Dean is. 
And so... Um, and Dean took that personally. Basically, Dean should just not get in his way. Dean took that personally because there's literally no other way to take it. Uh, so so that's where we're at right now. And now we're doing 4.15, Death Takes a Holiday. Death literally took a holiday from the small town. Isn't that fun? Shouldn't all cosmic entities get a, get a little gap sometimes? A little mm. break? It does end up being less of a holiday and more of like a hostage, hostage. situation. <laughs> Well, they didn't know that when they named the episode. Yeah. And they had to name it before they got in there. Um, okay, so the central um, mystery take us away. that starts us off is um, this guy gets shot and he does not die. Uh, his friend does CPR on him and then he sits up and he's stuff. like, I'm actually just fine. Um, I do want to say, mm. so I love Perfect. in like crime shows when the people who like find the body or whatever are like having some inane conversation to like lead them up to you know the yeah. big you know the, the thing that's going to kick off the plot of the episode um sometimes when i'm just like walking with my friends somewhere and we're having some stupid conversation i'm like wow this is just like before they find the body in law and order like <laughs> <laughs> i've had that oh, thought wow. but about um elementary yeah. so you know handshake emoji yeah um yeah, so, this one's cool. They were talking about fantasy football, and I was yeah. like, yeah, losers just perfect, like me. A perfect little um, moment. My only notes on those guys were like, I just noticed how they're in that classic, like, supernatural wardrobe. Like, they, Sam like, and they Dean all, cast they dress offs. every extra the same. Yeah. <laughs> just like shirt, well, jacket, wide leg jeans, boring shoes, boring hair. Well, like, well. <laughs> They have a warehouse full of generic men's clothes. <laughs> Did you want him to New York Fashion Week it? I don't is know. Is it just because, like, I live in a city? Like, I'm just not seeing a lot of people in that outfit. But they, like, they never, like... No, it's true. Because they never wear, like, a hoodie or just, like, a t-shirt. Like, if they're, if they're supposed to be, like, men fair. of that's professional fair. age, they're wearing, like, a button-down, nondescript jacket over it, jeans and sensible shoes. And that's, like, it. Yeah, but then like the hunters yeah. also wear that, yeah. and then yeah, just like every every kind of normal person, quote unquote normal, like mm-hmm. it's they they wear that. Yeah, I just that that does always take me out of it. Um, but that's a very small nitpick. I just yeah. had a funny thought. Um, so, sorry, we can continue in a minute, but I do think that there's something about um, the uh, the 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 fact that if you're a person making TV, you don't know how real people live, and this is your best impression of what it's like. <laughs> yeah. so Those people just have not been whatever. off the set in Toronto for, like, years now, and they're like, I guess people wear jackets? I think an interesting thing about Supernatural is that they, like, come up with this, like, visual language that is so bland. Like, it's yeah. like, if, they're, if you're mm. not... So hunters are flannel yeah. and... Carhartt, but not Carhartt because it can't have brands. Um, and if you're not a hunter, but you're just like a regular civilian, you're in button down, like semi professional clothing. Um, and mm. then if you're an angel or a demon, it's business clothes. And it, there's like no deviation, there's no attempt to make anybody visually interesting or appealing. Oh, and if you're a woman, you're mm. in like shrink wrapped clothes. Like, that's it. Yeah, you're in those uniforms, but tighter. Like it's yeah. the same 
Yeah. Yeah. Every time they like deviate and try and do something a bit weird, it doesn't look very cool. Like um, the times where they try and yeah. like make Claire seem like she's really edgy and stuff like that. Like we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't look cool. Surely it's well. just like it's not really what the kids are wearing. Which it's just. Yeah. Or, like, there's, like, a punk who has, like, a mohawk, like, yeah. a punk angel at some point, and even that person doesn't really look, that like, weird. like that looks cool, but they don't, like, everything else about the aesthetic isn't really right. Yeah, it's um, just, like... It's just lazy. It's incredibly know. bland. <laughs> um, like, Law and Order and shows like that. I think that is when the they best have, way to describe it. When they have, like, different, you know, it's, like, so many different types of people, you know, it's in New York, there's, like, a million different types of people, mm-hmm. like... They, they they still don't do a cookie cutter. Like, everyone is wearing very individual, like, wardrobes and stuff like that. And, yeah. like, I, I, they probably mm. have a bigger budget, I guess. I don't know, but... All right, to the episode. Um, okay, so Bobby calls Sam and tips them off about this weird situation where somebody was shot and didn't die. Um, and then the boys have a little tiff mm. about Sam being a jerk to Dean. Uh, and Sam... It says, we've been over this a hundred times already, which makes me feel like Dean is throwing this thing in his face at, like, any time. Sam is like, let's go get, you know, let's go get a hoagie. And Dean is like, I don't know, am I going to hold you back? And Sam's like, oh my god, can you imagine? <laughs> like, can you shut the fuck up? Not very yeah, good, like, to be really, honest. like, it's low good. energy, this whole start of the episode. Like, he's... He's so... He does not... Dean is acting like a real brat. And I feel bad for Sam, honestly. Like... (laughs) Disagree. Disagree. You think he's just embarrassed? (laughs) I completely disagree. I I think, you know, he can be, like... I think if I were Dean and... Or not if I were Dean. If I were observing the situation and Sam never apologized, he just said, you know, I didn't really mean it. And just, like, you're supposed to shrug it off. Uh, I would be like, yeah, sure, just throw it in his face. Maybe he should just, like, say sorry. Eh, don't care. Anyway, (laughs) the boys go to this town, and they interview the guy who got shot, and they introduce themselves as bloggers from (laughs) floridbythelord.com, which is really good. It's pretty good. Bloggers is so funny for some reason. Like It's it's hilarious. The guy is like, you two are bloggers? And they're like, yep, (laughs) we sure are. Um, and the guy explains that what happened to him is, um, a miracle. And he felt like he had this feeling like angels were watching over me. Um, and then these two from... It's so funny. He's fully just, yeah. Floored by the Lord.com are like skeptical of him. And then the guy goes, I, I knew you wouldn't understand, which is like... Once again, these guys have fucking blown it. They are so bad at their jobs. Like, all you have to do is act like somebody who would believe somebody it. says their well, no. angels watching over them. <laughs> Dean says something like, oh, you know, we'll just have to imagine. But I guess it's, you know, it's obviously meant to be like a ha. Huh? Uh-huh. Obviously, they know what that's like. Like, so, yeah, I don't know. What are, what are you supposed to say to someone who's like, I don't know, being that preachy? Um, listeners, oh there's a little pink cat on the call, just so you know. <laughs> so distracted. She's attacking, she's attacking the headphones. Eating Elsa's headphones. That was um, so cute. Absolutely. Let her eat them. She's so little. Oh my god, seeing her meow. Is she, do you think she's just going to be a little cat? <laughs> no, I think she's going to grow. She's grown quite oh. a lot. Um, Stop, I like can't even believe can this. Can you guys hear her no. purring? 
I can't. So, Ilsa's beautiful cat is here. Yeah. Maybe she'll leave. We'll see. Um, so, we are in there. Uh, and this guy, again, like you're saying, like, these people simply cannot keep in <laughs> I don't know why it's so hard for them to lie. They lie yeah. all the time. To everybody. So, what yeah. the fuck? The second that they are, like, going through it emotionally, their ability to, like, lie to strangers just goes They're out like, the window. Oh, cool. It's the easiest thing in the I'm world to, like, right compartmentalize. Now. I think it would be the best. <laughs> it would be very easy for them to be, like, we'll just, like, go into this and pretend to be, like, these very credulous bloggers. I don't understand why they're so bad at their jobs. Incompetence is not cute. They need to do, like, a... They need to go to, like, an improv class or something. Like, yeah. They need to get better at yes-ending the situation. They have to, yeah. Exactly. Get out of their head, exactly. get in the situation, that kind of thing. Exactly. Um, so then they head back to the motel and have their little, uh, you know, strategy talk. And uh, Dean, I think, is like, maybe this is a real miracle. And Sam points out, like, Maybe there's an issue with the Reapers here because people are not actually, like, crossing over once they die. Mm. Yeah. Um, and they determine that they need yeah. to go talk to the last person who actually did die in this town, which is, like, a 12-year-old boy. Really sad. Shrefs <laughs> Really sad. Very, very bad. Mm. Not fun to observe. So they had to... They, they say talk to him, but yeah, it's like... <laughs> and they head to this child's <laughs> grave... Uh, and start doing all, you know, all of their spooky stuff. They got candles and pentagrams and stuff like that. Um, and this guy walks up and... It's like Sam, like, is really in witch mode. Like, Dean is completely away from it. Sam's just like, I got this. Yeah. And he's just... And Dean is, like, sulking. The ground. <laughs> mm. Dean is doing what I would do, which is just sitting on a random headstone and yeah. sulking. Like, he's like, I fucking hate mm-hmm. this. This sucks. Just let people live. Quite literally, let people die. Yeah. So, like, the central brother conflict of this is that, like, Dean is like, just let people continue to not die. And Sam is like, we have to, like, restore the natural order. Um, mm. Oh, yeah. This was a pretty fun scene. Which is, like, very fun because Sam is like, there's a natural order. And Dean's like, yeah, but it doesn't, like... I'm back from the dead. That's not natural. And Sam is like, we're the main characters of Supernatural, Dean. <laughs> yeah. He's like, they don't apply. Normal rules don't apply to us. Yeah. Um, but then Dean's kind of like, why not? Uh, it, it just, it's so incredible to me that he says that. And it, it, it comes across so arrogant. Like, he's like, normal rules don't really apply to us, Dean. And Dean is like, who the fuck do you think we are? And then, um, <laughs> Sam is like, no, but I, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, I died and came back. You've been to hell. So. Yeah, like, Sam is right uh, and Dean is right. Like, Dean's right to be like, yeah, you know, this is pretty fucked. And then Sam's, like, right to be yeah. like, well, obviously, like, it's pretty fucked. Like, I don't know. It's a good, I like when their fights, like, uh, they kind of even weighted. Like, Makes it's sense. fun. Yeah. It's yeah. not just, like, someone being too complainy or whatever. Like, yeah. it, it feels real. Well, it feels like Sam is making a true point and Dean is like, yeah, but you can't say that, dude. <laughs> Which is funny. <laughs> um, but then this guy walks up to the grave and he's like, what the hell is going on here? And Dean is like, I can't, I can't explain this. <laughs> Which is pretty good. Um, he says, I, I don't have a good answer. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then just looks around. Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't have a good answer for this. <laughs> He's like, again, they suck at this job. Like, you should have that ready. To be fair, what could you say? Like, yeah. I'm willing to chalk this, this up. This is our not, cousin. We're having a say. Yeah, not into incompetence, but just like, what can you say? Rough you were situation. just hoping that nobody, nobody normal do? would see this. That's the only thing. <laughs> yeah, that's. Um, but it turns out that this dude is not just some uh, Joe Schmo from the town, but Alistair, the demon torturer dun, dun, dun. from the darkest pits of hell. Um, Alistair throws Dean across the thing. So big, uh, big moment for people who like to see Dean get tossed around. And then he's Ooh. not able to fling Sam. And Sam, in fact, gets a psychic grip on him. But then Alistair, like, smokes out of the body that he's possessing. Um, and back at yeah, the... Yeah, I couldn't tell whether, like, Sam had made him smoke out or whether he had just kind of stuck him there and then he smoked out. No, because I think felt. Sam's goal was to, like, pull him out and then send him back to hell versus, like, what actually happens, which is that he just, like, right. leaves and, like goes away yeah back at the motel sam is just like i don't know dina was crazy alistair couldn't hurt me and yeah liar liar pants on fire like sammy's just lying and dina's like don't fucking lie to me dude like i know this is Mm. not right and then bobby calls um and explains that there's something up with the with the local reaper um so they call pamela because Dean's yeah. idea is to become ghosts so that they can interact with this kid and the other dead in the town and maybe get the scoop on what's happening. Well, basically, what what like the phone call confirms is that it's a seal. Um, like, it's not just that right. it's a oh, it issue. I totally missed that. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't say this earlier, but it's not like Bobby on the phone. It's actually Cass, so I think the gist is Well, we is don't know that. that. I, I did that on purpose. <laughs> We don't know that I yet. know, I know, but I, I think it's like it's Sam called, you know, Sam called being like... Hold that back, hold it back. <laughs> Sam called being like, you know, Al, you know, Alice is here, it must be like something big. And then Bobby is like, oh, it might be a seal. Okay. There's a seal to do with reapers. <laughs> can you, can we hold this back for the, for the reveal? The big reveal at the end of the episode. <laughs> it's fun. The dramatic. Sorry, I didn't realize yeah. that we were like all of a sudden like in in real time the spoiler like. Uh, I just thought it would be a fun dynamic, but it doesn't matter. It's okay. We'll we'll just like we ruin it. I know. Don't you guys just fun. like to like picture Cass like, like sitting there? Like, spoiler alert! We were going to talk about that at the end mouth. of the episode during the cast scene. Oh my god, <laughs> Ella has a bit of a problem with. Well, let's just say it blowing her load early. <laughs> embarrassing <laughs> anyway hey, sorry that i want to talk about this cast. Is third time this is your third time using that phrase upon this I know. I, cause it is. i don't it's funny it is just funny <laughs> it is funny it's a good it's a good phrase um <laughs> blowing our load you always say it like that blow our load it's pretty good because i have one joke <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you listen to every episode of the Cast Cast for my one joke, everybody. Yeah, you gotta have it weekly, otherwise it stops mm-hmm. being funny. Um, um, it comes back around. 
Pamela, everybody's favorite blind psychic shows up. Um, but let me tell you, Pam is tired of these boys. She doesn't want to be caught up in their goddamn drama anymore. It. And in fact, she calls it Angel Demon Soch Greaser. Hang on. She calls it Angel Demon Soch Greaser Crap, which I think is fun because The Outsiders is clearly like a um, influence on this show. Um, mm. And I like that book and I like that movie. So great everybody watch i um the outsiders to it's see pretty funny uh, how it's just like it's a fun movie to watch because it's a bunch of like hollywood a-listers when they were like young kids um so i actually do really recommend watching that movie okay i'll keep it in mind thank you um it's a bit like funny when um Sam says that she's a sight for sore eyes and then she's like, what do you say to deaf people? (laughs) I think the Sam-Pamela dynamic is, like, pretty fun. Like, they're, like, a little bit flirty, but she's, like, but he keeps putting his foot in it. I think it's pretty good. I think um, it's, like, an early example of Sam having that kind of, like, flirty relationship with an older woman. With, like... (laughs) Yeah, like, he, he's just, he falls into that so easily. Yeah. He's like, yeah, make fun of me he a bit. He just likes That's a fine. lady with a little, yeah, a lady with a little danger who's not afraid to, um, room him out. I don't know Excuse why me? that, that came Excuse me? Do what to him? <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> Call him out to tell him he's acting stupid. Let's, let's put it that way. It's better this way. So the idea is um, that the boys are going to astral project um, so that they can see and talk to ghosts. And so essentially they become ghosts themselves. So Pamela it's pretty metal. whammies them and they uh, become ghosts. Just before we get into the spirit realm or whatever, um, there's a little like reference that like kind of set off like alarm bells in my head. She calls Dean Chachi. Um, I can't yeah. remember the sentence. Yeah. Um, and this is a bit of like a Charlie Kelly, like, um, conspiracy theory board moment. Um, but okay. Hang on, I was I'm like, Google I sw- swear. <laughs> Keep talking. Well, he's played by Scott Bayo, right? Um, and I was like, I swear, cause I, I did the same thing. I was like, Chachi, is that like a character? It's like from an old show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, played by Scott Bayo. The other time that Scott Bayo gets brought up on the show is when, it's another episode where Dean, like, discusses wanting to die or, you know, being cool with being dead. It's um, Red Meat uh, in season 11. Um, and it's like <laughs> Billy is listing off ways that she thought Dean would go. Heart attack, some fang, choking on a burger while binge watching Charles in Charge. Um, and then Dean says, well, that was peak Bayo. So, yeah, like it's it's just a bit of a Ooh, weird because I was having a laugh there. that like haha like that's one time that you know you can point to and be like, oh why is Dean so obsessed with this male character or you know male actor you know one of the fifty times that he does that I believe but, but it's actually like a bit fucked up that that that's another episode that is like literally him talking to a reaper at that point and like. It's like a lot of the similar things happen in this app. I just think that's a bit funny. I wonder if they did that on purpose. 
Maybe Carver just wants to die whenever he thinks about Charles in charge. It's not written by Carver, but it is written by like Dab and Bobo. So it's like they're obviously very it's responsible for like me. the end of the show. Yeah. So um yeah, I just thought it was a bit funny. There's like two connections. Who is this episode funny written by? Connection? That's for sure. Carver. It's written by Carver? Yes, yeah, so that was just a little, you know, conspiracy theory um board moment, but yeah, it Yeah. Yeah, it Doesn't made me really want to die a little our, bit. So. Our reading of this one um, at present, but so the boys are ghosts and they're walking around. There's a funny moment where Dean just like sticks his arm through Sam, which mm. I think if I became a ghost with yeah. my brother or sister, I would absolutely like put my arm through their head absolutely. or something like mm. that. So just, like, really great. Out. Yeah, um, so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. The amount of shenanigans you could pull off. I mean, incredible. Mm. Yeah, it's just funny. Um, so they see this creepy kid staring at them from outside and they realize he's upstairs in an upstairs bedroom. They're outside and they're like, that's the kid that died. Mm. The last person to die in this town. It's that kid. Um, so they head inside. This kid who's a ghost is able to throw things, which the boys have no effect on the physical world at this time. Um, so they chat to him and they determine that he died of an asthma attack, which Dean immediately like puts together. The kid is like, they say, you're not supposed to go outside. It's dangerous when it's cold, which when I heard that, I thought that that meant that this kid froze to death, which is gruesome. Um, no, but what actually happened was that he had an asthma attack so bad that it killed him. Also gruesome. (laughs) Um, yeah, pretty gnarly. And he tells them that black smoke was everywhere and got the reaper that was coming to get him when he first died. Um, and then a very special guest star shows up. Who is Tessa the Reaper from season two. Tessa. Her hair is longer. Her hair is longer. Um, (laughs) she's been a little, yeah. And Dean doesn't remember her at all. Uh, so she gives him a little smooch to remind him and all of his memories of being dead in that hospital come Which back. Is so yeah. Stupid. It's always a kiss. They want him to have a love interest so bad at this point. It's hilarious. Just like last episode that we did, they were pulling so hard for this Dean mm-hmm. Anna shit. Mm-hmm. And now they're trying so hard with this Dean Tessa shit. They're just like, we think he has chemistry with people. Let's let him yeah. try that. So when Whenever it's women, though, I just feel like... Oh, they're just besties. Like, I just... Like, That's just how besties Like, they're guess. just having, like, a chat. You're biased. Yeah, I kiss all my besties that way. You guys would know that if you were It's bestie. always kissing, though. Like, when I when I remind my bestie, I'm like, do you remember this time? And, and they're like, no, I don't remember that. And then I just give them a sweet kiss, and all the memories come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's really shook by I memories. Don't, yeah. He's like, whoa, this is so crazy. But Tessa's like not interested in whatever's going on with them and Alistair and the angels. She's like, I'm here to do my job, which is to reap souls. People need to be dying. Hashtag yeah. robots. And she's just like, yeah, for sure. not, not dealing with this. So Sam goes up to mm-hmm. talk to Cole, the child, and does something a bit bastardly, which is promises Cole that if he helps them find the black smoke, he won't be reaped and he'll be able to remain a ghost forever. And I have to say, mm. lying to children does yeah. twig on my 
not very cool it's either. nasty yeah mm. yeah i would say that that's not a cool move it's a pretty bad move in fact I especially lying to dead kids not right lying to a mm. dead kid is just like that's you yeah. can't do that it's just not yeah. right Boo, sam Ooh, you can't lie to a dead kid about their afterlife like that's crazy did you guys watch weeds yeah no i did not watch weeds Oh, yeah, it's the kid of weeds. That's the whole time I was just like, you're just the kid of weeds. I found it hard to kind of empathize, but that's a me problem. Um, Sam is pretty ruthless. Did anybody feel like this kid could credibly play a young Sam, though? He, he has a vibe about him, yeah. Yeah, he, he has, like, a young Sam vibe. <laughs> um, yeah. Which is, like, a kid who is, like, precocious and a little bit mean. Um, yeah, and, like, has some yeah. issues, like, some deep-seated internal like, issues. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Crushiness and apathy. Emo. Yeah. Meanwhile, downstairs, <laughs> Dean and Tessa are having a black conversation. Um, Tessa. Yeah. yeah Tessa there. tells Dean that he's the one who got away. Um, and Dean says that for the whole year after he came back uh, in that hospital, he was like, I was missing something. And he wishes that he had gone with her instead. Like, he wishes that he had just died and that he had not come back. Um, pretty dark, to be honest. Yeah. It's rough stuff. Our resident yeah. Dean girl's holding back to you. Yeah. Right now. Um, My only notes are, I want to die. I hate when this show <laughs> makes him talk about this stuff. I want to die. That's my, that's my notes. <laughs> I feel like a question, question for the Dean, for the Dean girl among us. Um, yeah. Is he ever is this he... straightforward about his, the fact that he's basically suicidal all the time? Like. Yeah. Like off the top of my head, like five other times. Okay. Like at least. Yeah. Okay, because I just feel like um, I'll let, I'll definitely bring it up every time we cover an episode. But so like, you'll, you'll is find this out. one of the um, first times, or know, does he yeah. like? No. He's already talked about this. As yeah, yeah, as early as like definitely even maybe before season three. No, season two. No, um, in uh, Croatoan. Yeah, um, but in um even in uh in faith he is like I'm cool with dying. Oh shit! It's all good, yeah. and that's like episode twelve. So. Um, I think maybe this wouldn't make me, like, feel so upset and, like, getting my feelings if, like, the end of the show didn't exist. Um, right. I think it's just, like, it hurts so much more in that context, you know? Um, yeah. And, like, it obviously yeah, hurts in this context, stuff. but... All right, so... That's why, that's why I, I thought think... about the other connection with, like, the conversation with Billy later on. It's, like, yeah. he keeps having this conversation, and then the show was, like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is actually so, my salt mine, so we can move on. Okay, listeners, if you are a Dean girl or you're watching with a Dean girl, you know, be kind to yourselves uh, during 415 Death Takes a Holiday. Um, if you're not a Dean girl and you're watching this episode, just, yeah, have a ball, you know? Pretty fun. Um, <laughs> that's not true. I This would made me really... Pretty fun. They have Mr. Miyagi jokes, so... Um, so then... I love when you, like reluctantly have like emotions about the brothers it's never reluctant 
Okay. Not ever. Not for Jess. You're always open to it. It's just not always happening. Sometimes I'm not open to yeah. it. But <laughs> uh, so one thing I did want to point out is that Dean says to Tessa, can I tell you something between you and me? Which I think is a fun echo of, can I tell you something if you promise not to Ooh. tell another soul? Um, mm. Love that. I love so. that you picked up on that. Cool. So that's then, cool. Yeah. Guys, just to be annoying and to be funny because it is a podcast and I would like for us to have a little bit of fun. Listeners, I want you to know that this week we received a text from <laughs> Des in the group chat. <laughs> when she tells you that she's not reluctant to experience brother's emotions or emotions about Dean or Sam as a lie. Because this week she sent us a text in which Jess said, and I quote, I just had the thought, I wish I could read Destiel fic without Dean in it. <laughs> I just, you know, uh, actually, readers and listeners, if you have, um, if you have recs for like really good cast centric, yeah. where you don't get Dean POV, you don't get Dean thoughts, send them my way. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, hit us up. Actually, I would like to read those as well, just to see yeah. different takes on cast characterization. Yeah, yeah, I think we all enjoy that kind of pick. Because let's be honest, Dean is a Dean is a side character. The main character to, is to Jess. Castiel, to Angel you, Jess. Lord. <laughs> Um, okay, now we can continue with the show. Not that it matters. I just need everyone to know that. It was very funny. funny. I had a good gig. So Sam brings Cole downstairs and tells them, and Cole tells them that the, the black smoke was at his funeral, at the funeral home. But then, <gasps> there's black smoke in the house. <gasps> ah! What the fuck? Just like <laughs> so that? Much. So crazy. Lots of black smoke. Um, um, so then... And then Tessa's gone. Tessa vanishes. Snatched. Yikes. What are we going to do? The smoke got her. Uh-oh. Just like the mist, man. So then uh, there's Uh-oh. a fun little, like, training montage where Cole teaches them how mm. to, like, interact with the physical world as as ghosts, which is just, like, pretty cute. They, like, move things around outside. And what I really enjoyed was, like, the first thing that they do is they, like, move this wind uh, windmill thing, like, yard art decoration yeah. Um, little toy. Yeah, so like Dean is able to not move it that much, and then Cole moves it, and like it does like this whole it like spins, and then there's a little horse that like gallops on the top of it while it spins. And I really liked that you got both the sense of like if you couldn't see the ghost, this would be pretty creepy because it's shot in the classic like grayish supernatural yes. thing, yeah. and it's like you see that it's creepy, but then it's like. Cole is really proud of himself, and Dean is like, that is so cool, dude. Like, it's this very cute it's moment where you're like, spooky, it's quite cute. cute. Like, <laughs> I really like it. It's a real that. tone shift from the last scene as well. Like, it's like yeah. Sam convincing, yeah. the, like, he lying to the kid, mm-hmm. then, like, Dean and Tess having, like, this really intense conversation, and then it's, like, 80s training montage mm-hmm. of, um, <laughs> like, really kind of wacky moments it's really fun and then cole is like he just starts like hitting like he's like slapping them in the face and they can't get him back because they're not good ghosts yet and they 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 don't they can't hit him um 
But then so. Sam goes to hit him, but he like Sam is ready to knock so this rude. kid's block off. He like blocks his hit and then has his fist like right here ready to hit him in the head. Sam will <laughs> fight a child Winchester. Sam-, <laughs> <laughs> Sam at first literally he goes like I'm not doing fight club with a 12 year old. And then he the kid hits him and he's like fuck yeah. that. If you're big enough to hit, you're big enough yeah. to get hit. He's like, idiot. if we're fighting, let's um, fucking fight. And, that, and he can't hit the kid, which is also terrific. Let's fucking fight. <laughs> Sam, Sam, let's fucking fight. Winchester. Yeah. So at the funeral home. Really good. Um, The boys show up and they see that it's covered in these runes and they don't know what that's about. Um, They're like, that's crazy. And then they go inside, <laughs> go inside um, where they... They're like wacky, huh? Yeah, um, I think it's Sam who says like maybe it's demon invisible ink. Mm-hmm. What is it made out of? Yeah. Like we we you know obviously we know that it's so angel warning, but what say. is it made out of? It's not blood, is it? They don't say. Or, or, yeah. Yeah. No, it doesn't look like it. We never got an explanation. It's made out of demon spit. Gross. Next. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> they um, liked it. So it's they, not the grossest thing it could be, but it is pretty gross. They uh, bust in. They see the two Reapers, so the original Reaper from the town, and Tessa, who showed up to finish that Reaper's job, um, are, like, in this warded... Because she's a fucking career yeah, woman. ...thing on yeah. the ground. And um, uh, the boys fight this demon, but it's all a ruse, and they get trapped behind an iron chain. Which, I think, part of the fun of this episode is that... They get all the their ghost tricks yeah. pulled on them as ghosts, which is like, yeah. you know, pretty good, pretty fun. I thought that was cool too. And they look so silly just standing there, like, girl, we can't get past They're this like, tiny chain. But it's like, I hate the rules this. Off, so. Yeah, um, <laughs> we are mad. And who should walk in but Alistair? And he is wearing not. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. He's, He's wearing. wearing... One of my favorite guys, uh, Christopher Heyerdahl, is the actor. Um, Woo! Woo! I was going to say, and not just any Alistair, but the best Alistair that we get yeah. in the show. Like, the one that you think of when you think exactly. of Alistair. Sorry the to the other cheek, cheek. guys. They all did a really great job. Yeah. I think we can all agree. But this guy well, is like... not. Yeah, I did note that the guy who did him earlier in the episode, who was like the night watchman, he didn't put that vibe on it, that little bit of sauce that all the other guys did, where it's like a little bit like weirdly prissy. Yeah, he doesn't do the he doesn't like, do he the little voice. He didn't put that on it, which I missed. Yeah. 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 He was but still doing like a do good it. demon. Yeah. yeah. Like he was still menacing, but yeah, it wasn't as good. But this guy's the best. Yeah. And what was his name? Christopher. Christopher Heyerdahl. Undefeated champ. Um. Cool. Thank you for everything. You're so tall. Yeah, and, and I just want to recommend it that rules. you watch um, Breaking Dawn parts one and two for more. Christopher Heyerdahl, who uh, plays one of the Volturi. Who is he? He's oh, he, so okay. Arrow is Michael Sheen, and then he's one of the main three. And he oh, okay. has well, this rules. long. He kind wig. of has a face for that, doesn't he? He's amazing. His like <gasps> characterization. I think I remember. His him. characterization is that um his like his true vampire love like died or whatever, and now he's like basically catatonic with grief and like doesn't really do anything. Um, 
and yeah, you know were. Mr. Heyerdahl is like he's giving. It's terrific. I watched. Um, <laughs> he's delivering. Dawn's because I didn't realize that uh, Lee Pace was in those movies. Like I didn't remember that from when I first saw it back when it came out. Um, so I rewatched it, and then this dude, he literally is just like set dressing essentially. Like he really doesn't do that much. But I was so taken with him. I was like, amazing. <laughs> he's like six foot seven. He's got that big old face. And I was like, obsessed. He does have that obsessed. Big That's true. Ty Olsen is also in Breaking Dawn. And he's Dawn sad. Who is? Um, Benny, your favorite person in the Benny world. Benny is in that? Ty Olsen. Ty Olsen. Yeah. Is oh he a vampire? God. Crazy. I don't know. Phil. He's Phil. I don't know, <laughs> Phil. I don't have the information. But uh, Jamie Campbell Bower is also one of the Volturi. So, you know, in terms of like funny little guys, pretty good casting. Um, Oh, 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 he's playing like, he's playing like Bella's mom's boyfriend. (laughs) Oh, the boyfriend who's the minor league baseball player. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's got a little flavor saver and like a goatee situation going on. That's so funny. He looks, that seems he's like so him. young, though. But okay, I guess not. that's fine. Okay, it doesn't matter, guys. No. But I will say oh, that... Sorry. We, so I will say that Twilight, very similar to Supernatural, in that they have, like, a pretty exciting world, and then they're just like, but look at these two people. And in Supernatural, it's Sam and Dean, and in Supernatural, it's Bella and Edward. Um, in Supernatural, it's Bella and Edward? Yep. Yeah, and I stand by that. <laughs> so then Alistair shoots Dean with rock salt, just blows him away, which is <laughs> very fun. Um, and explains... He's also, like, petty about Yeah, he's it. like, doesn't that suck? Sorry. <laughs> it's a bit confusing that, that, like... How do you feel can, about it now? I guess, like, we... Is it just because we know that, like, demons and angels, they can see in the realm or whatever? Like, because, like... You know, like a human, like the humans can't see them uh-huh. currently. Like they they were hanging out oh, in the yeah. house, and like um, Cole's mom was around. Yeah, but like demons can see them, right? Is that just the gist? Yeah, I think demons can just see the actual yeah. plane. That seems that seems fair, yeah. right? They're dead. Also. So Alistair um, explains. So yeah, they're trapped. Yeah, and Alistair explains that it takes two reapers to break um, the seal. This is one of the sixty-six seals that they need to break to ra- raise Lucifer. Um, you remember, listeners? And Alistair is showing off this gardening tool that he has, and he explains that, or implies that this is Death's scythe. Um, and is talking about the four horsemen. Yeah, it's not um like the big scythe that, that I described it as a gardening tool because it's not like the big thing of like the long stick with the huge blade at the top of it. It is truly just like a little yeah. handheld. Yeah. It's just the tool. blade part. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, well, it does have a handle on it. It's not just the blade part. That would be crazy. <laughs> you would cut yourself. But it does yeah. have a, like a small handle. Um, really? Yeah. You know, it's like a, I mean, it's, you know, if you had to like chop down some wheat or whatever, but only a small amount, you would use this. <laughs> Just like yeah, a sample. Yeah, that's what you would use. Um, yeah, he says that he, he got it, it like when from his friend. Harvesting or right, he says that he got it from his friend, and his yeah, friend has three friend. other friends. 
Um, so he's talking about death and the other three Ew. horsemen and that they are like ready to, yeah. they're ready to ride about. <laughs> um, cause his friend rides yeah. a, rides a white yeah. horse or a pale horse. Oh, he says he doesn't actually ride a pale horse, but he does have three, three friends, yeah. uh, which is nice because we see that Cadillac right later on. That he yeah. Has. Remember that. Um, and then this is the, I don't know if this is something for the episode, but I, I thought like we like we find out later when like death is in the show that you know he or they yeah. or whatever um like lucifer is basically in control of them at that moment like mm-hmm. um and like that's oh, part right, of the yeah. deal but i was just wondering like how is lucifer in control of him now like because he's like in the cage like is lucifer able to like i guess like he is like he's able to get lilith and all that to do his bidding so yeah like it's a bit it's a bit like doesn't really I'm not sure track, about that. I, guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think at this point if you want we can talk about like it. Like the evol- in the evolving like canon of the show at this point it's just like hell and the four horsemen are working together. And then it's that yeah. thing of like this yeah, is what it is now and then in canon this happens but when yeah, this is happening change. right now like that's not what the deal is do you know what i mean it's like that thing of like how this is Cass's first time on yeah. earth but also like later it'll be earlier yeah because i hadn't rewatched this episode i was just a bit like am i like misremembering like yeah <laughs> i think they're just like in the show, but... usually yeah. you're not <laughs> it's just that they they decide things later that counteract what they did here yeah. now so the yeah. supernatural experience the whole Reaper, like, set up in this episode is like that. Yeah. Like, they're just like, just um, roll yeah. with it. And we will. Like, just um, next up when um he uses that sickle? Yeah, sickle, sure. Scythe. Sure. A scythe, yeah, I was saying, but like, I think sickle might be more accurate. Right. Yeah. Uh, he beheads yeah, the right. other... Yeah, you're right, it is a sickle, I bet. Um, the other The other Reaper. Reaper. Unnamed yeah. Reaper. Um, there's almost like an angel-like death, like it's like a blast of light. Um, like you know, we kind of find out later that they are like basically a type of angel, like yeah, they're like a cosmic angel, entity, but... a non-demon cosmic yeah. entity. Um, so Alistair kills the original Reaper of this town, which he's just some guy, um, and he sells this latin he is like speaking latin you know Mm. like how they did in ancient rome like (laughs) great job on that and slits this reaper's throat and as ella said there's like a a burst of light and this reaper dies and then um he heads towards tessa and is going to kill him and dean uses his ghost powers to like we've seen him do this before he drops a chandelier it breaks the binding circle and Tessa is able to get out, and she frees the boys from, from behind the iron chain. Meanwhile... Yeah, I think it's actually both the boys uh, trying to make the chandelier fall. They show them both, like, concentrating yeah, they both and try. staring at it. And they both look really constipated. It's stuff to look at. <laughs> really great stuff. Yeah, that's why I noticed it. They, they both have a little scrunched up face. Yeah. Um, but then meanwhile, back at the hotel, demons have found the room that Dean and Sam's bodies are in that Pamela is watching over. And a demon stabs Pamela. She's able to get Sam to come back into his body at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, So Dean is still in the astral plane. 
Sam sees Pamela get stabbed, can't stop it. And then Pamela explains, like, get me a drink. I can't die in this town. Um, oh, yeah, she says, I yeah. can't die, not in this town. So, so distressing. Zip she's, back to the funeral stabbed, home. She's stabbed, but she's not, like, actively dying at that point. She's not even bleeding. She's pause. not bleeding yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then we zip back to the home. Um, and back Sam, to the like, they do that throughout. Funeral home. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Alistair has left. He's outside. He's standing outside the funeral home. Dean is there as well. Alistair starts to taunt Dean and then gets <laughs> zapped by lightning. <laughs> really yeah. fun. And who should have Do we done this? Say that again? But our dear friend, our favorite guy in the whole world, it's Castiel! Yay! <laughs> I must, I have to, yeah, he's here, but I have to call out that he's such a lame-ass fuck and I love him so much because Dean goes, what the hell, when the lightning strike hits Alistair? Because it looks insane, by the way. I love the effect. It looked really good. I really liked it. Maybe I have poor taste, but I just really enjoyed looking at it. Um, But then Dean goes, what the hell? You know, the way he does when he's like, another supernatural thing goes on. And then Cass behind him goes, guess what? He's learning, like, humor. Like, he's, like, learning how to be a bit sassy. I love it. I love him. (laughs) Loser. He's a lame-ass fucker, and I love him. Um, More rights for... For losers, yeah. Honestly. He looks so cute in the scene. His hair is fluffy or yeah. something. And he's really doing a lot of like <laughs> um being mysterious <laughs> and like looking into the middle distance. Like a Very lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot. He's not making eye contact. I don't know why he's so weird about it. I think he got weirded out by like the Dean and Anna situation and now he's like, he's I, like I feel awkward. Right he's now. thinking of Dean as like a sexual object now awkward. after seeing him like in that kind of position. Now he's like, I, I mean that <laughs> and also like it's just kind of awkward. Like you you see your ex boss kiss somebody and you kind of have a bond with somebody. And, and you just weird. feel weird. Like, I don't know. <laughs> mm. You just feel so weird. So you take refuge it. in um also acting very strange. Very strange. You got it. He's also being quite coy. Like, um, you know, he kind of talks about how, like, it was him on the phone and not yeah. Bobby. Oh, and, like, he's like, God. God. What is that? So, um, I had this plan. That's crazy. I had no inkling of this before Cass, now. Cass is, explains, uh, you saved a se- the boys, the Winchester boys have saved a, saved a seal here. And Dean is like, yeah, no thanks to you. And Cass is like, no thanks to me. Why, Dean? Twas I on the phone. <laughs> that was no Bobby. He's like, please check yourself. <laughs> that was no Bobby who was speaking with Sam. It was me. I lied to you. Which is like so I funny. His voice. Exactly. That classic angel impersonation. Can you imagine? Oh my god. Can you imagine if there was, like, a recurring bit of, like, the angels just, like, constantly doing impressions? You know how on talk shows, if a celebrity can do an impression, they, like, make them do it on the talk show. And it always is just, like, mm. there's one that's, All like, particularly yeah. particularly awful with um, Tom Hiddleston. And he's on Graham Norton. And Robert De Niro is there. And um, they make Tom Hiddleston do his Robert De Niro impression in front of Robin De Niro, no. of Robert De Niro. You can't do that. And it goes on for so long. 
And it's so horrible. And Robert De Niro is like, why is this happening to me? And I think it would be really funny if the angels did that more. Yeah, they should do it more often. Like if they need to get information out of somebody or um, like to help out with maybe pretending to be like a certain person from the FBI or something like it's such a fun skill to have. No, I think it would be funny if they were if if Dean was like they're at Bobby's house, like doing a conference and Dean is like. Um, no, the cast, do your Bobby impression. It's really funny. Like, it's really funny. Like, Bobby, you're going to think this is exactly. really funny. It's just, <laughs> and then Cass does it, and Bobby's would, like, That's exactly what great. I was going to say. I was like, <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, Dean would not let it exactly. rest. If, if he, he would make everyone do everyone, or he would be like, Cass, Cass, do sound. Yeah. Cass, do sound. Cass, do me. Stop that. I do not sound like that. Hey, Cass, Cass, do Bobby. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, it would be so fun if, like, there was a time when, like, Dean was being really annoying and said something like, I didn't say that or something, and Cass literally just opened his mouth and, like, <laughs> like a tape recording it, yeah. saying it would just come out. <laughs> Why was there never, like, a gag of, like, somebody's voicemail, bo- voice um, ringtone being, like, saying something very out of yeah. character, and then it turns out that, like, Cass had done this recording. Do you know what I mean? Like, I could see, like... Yeah, yeah. I could see, like, he's a little Dean's sticker. ringtone being joke. Sam saying something like, Dean, I'm not ready yet. I have to do my hair. I have to put in my products and blow out my hair. <laughs> and then that, like, you know, it comes out that, like, Cass did that recording yeah. for him. I would love... I would love it if it were really stilted as well. He's, like... He's, like, doing Sam's voice it perfectly, but he's, like, Dean, I can't come right now. I'm still busy with my hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, doing it really it. badly. <laughs> yeah, or, like, um, Dean and Cass are, like, sitting there, like, together pranking, like, Sam on yeah. the phone or something. Like, like pretending to be Rowena or something. Right, like, like it's so know. lame, but it would be, like, per- like pitch perfect. If Supernatural was, like, the lame, super- the lame sitcom it is in my me. head. Um... So we needed Dean is like, well, why would you do that? Like, why would you pretend to be Bobby? And Cass is like, because whenever I ask you to do something, you don't do that thing that I'm asking you to do. (laughs) You don't listen to me. So I have to like do this fucking. (laughs) Which is fun because (laughs) Dean has nothing to say to that. This is one of the first times that Cass is like betraying uh, irritation in like a very, uh, human way do you know what i mean like he's just like because you are a pain in the ass yeah, to deal with that's like why regular like which i feel like because you never fucking listen yeah to me. i feel like Cass, yeah. for the most part has been like cryptic and then he was vulnerable on the park bench and then um what happens next and then there's like the whole thing with anna and uriel and stuff like that but in none of that yeah. Cass doesn't like he's never like dean can you just please not be so difficult Whereas, like, in this, he's like, I'm a little bit tired of your shit, actually. Yeah, yeah, because, like, the last time, like, they talked, like you said, they, like, there was all, all that stuff on the park bench, that whole episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, the next time, they're, like, at odds again. Yeah. So it's now he's kind of, like, back on the kind of, like, well, you know, these are our plans. Like, you know, you've got to, you know. Yeah. So then yeah. Cass is like, yeah. anyway, we need death to be happening in this town again. Um, and Dean is like, there are no, Cass is like, there's no exceptions to the natural order. Everybody has to die. And Dean is like, well, there was an exception for me. And Cass goes, yeah, cause you're the main character of Supernatural. 
He says, you're different. Yeah. And, like, I know that that's supposed I, to be, like, about the vague heaven plans for Dean, but, like, that that interaction between the two of them is just, like, you know? Yeah, for sure. I get it. And I will also say, like, this is my opportunity. Ilsa's AMV corner stream. Uh, Kate Bush and Dean's Bat Out of Hell AMV. It's <laughs> yes! 10 minutes of your life that you will never regret. It's really good. This is where I know the scene from, and it rules. Um... <laughs> Anyway, thank you for that. You rule, Kate Bush Sandine. Thank you oh, for everything. That AMV is the best. Um, it rules. But yeah, so, so and then Cass is like, I'm done here now, right? Like, is that the end of the conversation? Yeah, as soon as he says, you're different. He goes, di- yeah. you're different. Peace. <laughs> He's like, this is too awkward. I am I have out. to be honest. Like, I really appreciate this quality of Cass, which is that he just, like, says what he, he, says what he needs to say and then leaves. Because I think... If you're a being that can just, like, flutter away, like, basically every conversation with Cass is, like, a FaceTime call. Like, when he hangs up, he's gone. And I appreciate Mm. that he never gets caught in that thing of, like, (laughs) anyway, I'm gonna go. Okay, see ya. Yeah, bye. Okay, talk later. Like, that never happens. Cass is hitting end call. He's out. (laughs) I think that happens a little bit later. Like, there's a few times when him and Dean are on the phone where they're, like... There's one bit where, like, Cass is like, oh, it's, like, nice to hear your voice or whatever. And Dean's like, oh, okay. Like, they're both not good at that, like, part of friendship where you do just, yeah. like, Ending a phone shit. call is like, hard. Nice things. <laughs> yeah. The, the part of friendship where you say nice things to each other when it's not a life-threatening situation, yeah. they're bad at that. Yeah. Is there anything yeah. here more that we need to talk about Cass characterization? I think it's pretty fun that Cass called down a bolt of lightning to just, like, disintegrate Alistair. Yeah, um, yeah. I, it did I, make me think of that joke. Uh, that you know how people put screen caps of Tumblr posts on, uh, or yeah, on screen caps mm-hmm. from shows, and it did make me think of that where uh, this is a screenshot of like Dean and Sam and Cass, and then the the Tumblr post is like the way you guys treat me. It's like you don't even care that I have lightning powers. <laughs> this is the only time we see him with lightning powers. That's really good. So I really like that. that. <laughs> um oh man yeah no i I think i just like it is it's just another example of them having like a conversation where they just cut to like they cut the bullshit instantly and are just like this is what's going on and they're just so like straightforward with each other i like that Mm -hmm. yeah and that's cats it's cats baby that's cats baby god terrific um and then just like show business. You would think that the episode ends there. Unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't it know. Would. This felt and like yeah. the end of um <laughs> Lord of the Rings where there's like 12 different endings. Like it feels like it's over and then it just like ends again and ends again and like ends you have again. To get going, yeah. And I was like, what is going on here? But I forgot that there was like a lot of other stuff happening in this episode, like plot that needs to be resolved. Well, like, the last, like, few cassips, it has been, like, his scene is, like, towards the end. And then we usually ramble about him for, like, 45 minutes. Yeah, so like, maybe that's what That it does is. feel right, but. Um, uh, oh, and then I was just going to say, like, and I really like that Cass... in Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. I, in this episode, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's title card this. Let's um, uh, I like created the by scenes, Eric Kripke. But it, it, did, it did feel weird. It did feel like it was, like, it's a yeah. forever. Um, um, like yeah, Tessa so, shows up as soon as Cass blows away. Like she kind of shows up on the other side of Dean. Oh, 
She's like, what's up? And then they go back to Cole's He's house, like, right? Do, you- do they have a conversation, anything? Yeah. Right there. Um, yeah, they go back to Cole's house. Yeah. She she says like I need your help a... or something. Oh, okay, um, so she brings yeah, Cole. Yeah, yeah. She brings Speak Dean back to Cole's house so they can convince Cole to cross over, and they yes. do. Mm. And then Correct. Tessa is talking to Dean. It's pretty sad. And is like, you need to wise up. These angels are not on stuff. your side. They did not bring you back to redeem you from your actions in hell, and you know that. Like, they yeah. are working towards their own ends. Yeah. They really don't care about you. Get wise. Mm. Pretty fun. It's there's a few interesting things in this conversation, even though it's like so quick. Um, like they're they're trying to convince Cole to like say yes, basically, and cross over. Um, and Dean does explain, you know, obviously, like we all know about uh vengeful spirits and stuff like that. Like if he doesn't cross over, he will just kind of stay there, and all his family will die, and you know, it's not a good life. Like yeah, that. but um, like Dean and Tessa trying kind of get into it about like you know whether he's going to a good place or not like Tess is kind of like I've heard it all before like that's you know that's what people tell themselves and it's like it is funny because it's like obviously there's a few more episodes in the next two seasons where um we really explore like the issues of heaven Mm. you know as it is a concept in the show Mm -hmm. um but like the end of the show ends up so positive on on heaven and it is really frustrating to see, oh, okay, they were actually, like, trying to have some kind of interesting conversations about whether it is better to be dead or to, you know, like, or or how much do we know about what happens when we die and all those kind of things. Yeah. The end of the show is just, like, yep, yeah, heaven's the best. I mean, lazy. Don't, it's a lazy don't show. Don't look any further. So then yeah. Pamela brings Dean back in the motel room, puts him back in his body, Um. And she immediately begins bleeding out from her stab wound, which hadn't been bleeding before. Um, And while they're, like, watching her die, essentially, does the same thing to Sam that Tessa just did to Dean. And she's just like, you need to get wise. What you're doing is not smart. Mm -hmm. These demon powers are corrupting you. Mm -hmm. Stop using them. She can see them. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... The other thing that drives me nuts is that, like, I understand, I get it, okay, but they really could have, we've seen them do motel first aid before, like, they could have Mm. sewn up her guts, do you know what I mean? Like, I know, like, a gut wound is, like, pretty bad. Put pressure on that fucking wound. But, like... No, but call 911. Are you guys dumb? She did not have to die, and it's just, like, this thing of Supernatural being, like, well... Kill her. I think, like, with the rules that they had just set up, though, showing that, like, people who, you know, got deadly wounds or whatever, it just paused. I mm-hmm. think the fact that she, like, wasn't bleeding and it was just, like, paused kind of, like, indicated to them that it was, like, a mortal wound. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not interested like, in justifying their actions. Pamela should not have died. Well, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I think someone in the town could have, like, cut their hand while they were cooking. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that would have been just magically healed. I think it was, like, mortal wounds weren't, like, killing them. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it was, like... Right, like, I get what you're saying. Defeat ...when they saw it starting to bleed. But yeah. they didn't yeah, even try to save her. But it is a bit weird. But still. Yeah. But at least yeah. try. Like... It would feel a lot less bad if, like, every time stuff like this happens and they're like, 
let let's get you to a doctor and the the person says no and they're just like okay like what the fuck who does yeah. that who does that well sam, to be fair to sam he they, does keep trying to get sad. her to a doctor and then because this is supernatural and you know sam and dean are the main characters she keeps insisting that like they have to she can't go yeah. to the hospital because she needs to take care of dean but like <sighs> call 911 while she's doing that though do I guess, you know what could I mean? it be that she's psychic? Like, does she know that she's going to die? I'm, no, that's bullshit. Again, like, I don't care that it makes sense in the show. I do not want Pamela to die. <laughs> I don't like that. No, I agree. I agree. No, but either way, like, it doesn't feel like that the, they really tried. You know, like, if she says, no, I can't, I have to be here for Dean, at least call 911. At least do yeah. something. Mm. you know like i just don't like that they killed her she's a great character i think her dynamic with sam is like very fun she's great um mm. there you go it's a good precursor to a lot of other <laughs> exactly but it's also like she is really interesting on her own like she has a friendship with bobby she um mm. has like this weird thing about demons and angels uh and she's a yeah. psychic and it, it, it would be really fun to to explore yeah. that more yeah, and it's funny that, like, we were all noticing, like, her fun dynamic with Sam in this episode, but the two times that she comes back in, like, you know, mystical, other realmy p- times, like, she doesn't really have, like, a connection with Sam in those times. Like, the, yeah. Like, the next time we see her, like, both times, it is about Dean. And, and I think it, that's the, that's yeah, the classic, like, main characterification of Dean where like suddenly yeah. all primary relationships in the show become despite what the other connections are in the show become Dean and this character. I mean it's like with Dean. Cass yeah. and Claire and then yeah. Dean and Claire. Like yeah. Stop giving Dean people's relationships, please. <laughs> it's a main character transitive yeah. property. Um but can I can I just say that like I do think that, like, one of those makes sense. Like, when she appears in Dean's Roadhouse fantasy. Yeah. I think that that's fun because it's his imagining. And do you think about people in your life and you, you bring them in? And she he just really mm-hmm. liked her. Like, they got along and they had fun together. I think that's fine. But when she's in heaven and they're in heaven and she's like, yeah, I want to kiss you, even though I've been flirting with your brother yeah, and they kind of, like, put... Sam I don't remember the episode fully, but they kind of put, like, Sam and Ash together, like, oh, we're doing, like, oh, yeah. the nerdy kind of scanning heaven shit, and then it's... But it's like, no, well, like, I'm pretty sure Ash and Dean were way closer. And Ash and Dean were just friends. Seen, yeah, yeah like and we've just seen a... Pam and Sam, like, be close. Pam and so, Sam. <laughs> yeah, it's annoying. Pam and Sam. Um, stay tuned for season five, Dark Side of the Moon, listeners. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that's the end of the episode, and then the whole season, they pop up a couple of pictures, and the whole season is dedicated to Kim Manners, who was a producer and a director of some episodes. Um, and I have to say, this, this, like, um, really made me, I don't, I think I, like, maybe don't have a great memory for certain things, like, for my own life, I don't remember it very well, Mm -hmm. but this did make, remind me, like, I remember watching that when I was in high school watching it for the first time when I was like 15 or 16 or whatever. And I remember seeing that and being like, wonder who that is. Oh, well. And like, just like didn't care at all. And now I'm like, Kay Manners was the producer of Supernatural. Like, (laughs) yeah, 
it's a bit eerie that it's in an episode that deals so much with like death and the afterlife and right, moving yeah. on yeah. and like the metaphysics so especially of death. such a bleak take on it yeah sorry yeah um there's also it's like they're um, like there's no all these things that people say to comfort each other and to comfort themselves after people mm-hmm. die are uh lies like that's a pretty firm stance that they have and to have that then be dedicated to a person who really passed away <laughs> mm. yeah. there's another episode of television maybe that's that how he felt dedicated know. to him um an, an episode of Breaking Bad called Breakage is also dedicated to him because a lot of the did he work on Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad also no um he worked with um bloody what's his name the Breaking um, Bad guy yeah but why don't I remember his did he work name. with Walter White that's crazy <laughs> he worked with oh my god the internet is really not throwing out the names with, for me today. Can I go pee while you guys do this? I'm really sorry. I just really need to pee, and I'm yeah, yeah. go go. I figured I figured it out. So um, we'll just just cut to like here. Um, so he also worked with Vince Gilligan, right? Um, Vince Gilligan, like one of the creators of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, he they both worked together on the X Files. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, it's it's just interesting. Like it's he has two things dedicated to him. Crazy how Vince um, Gilligan like, went on to make it, good like, TV and Kim Manners went on to make bad TV. <laughs> well, many apologies it's, it's to actually, like, Kim so Manners. Reflective. I can't remember. Um, it might be Emily Nosbaum. Um, there's a writer, the like, New a Yorker. Critic, um, and she's the New yeah, Yorker. And she TV has. Uh, she, yeah, right. She had this article about like basically how um, so the Sopranos and Buffy were like the same kind show of precursor to oh. <laughs> well, no they were like the precursor to like the two different types of like modern tv like uh. buffy was the kind of serialized yet like meta plot long season mm-hmm. um which is obviously like in the same vein as supernatural right and sopranos obviously led to the shorter kind of you know film sensibility you know mm-hmm. upscale kind of tv which is obviously what breaking bad's from so it's funny it's like he kind of X-Files was, like, kind of both of them. Yeah. Like, uh, quite early. And then it's, like, it's split. Yeah. Very influential person. Um, he was also very influential to the style of Supernatural. Um, like, I, I haven't watched any uh, X-Files myself, but I just know, like, the aesthetics. And, um, yeah, I think he had a fair bit to do with that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also haven't watched the X Files. Mm. Probably never will, to be honest. It's just a lot of episodes, you know. Sometimes yeah. there's only so many things you can. <laughs> it's hard to get watch. into those kinds of like big shows. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was like a regular director on the X Files yeah. in a similar way that I guess he was on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so where were we? We're basically at the end of the episode. We can move on to Salt Mines cool. and Heart Lockets. Fantastic stuff. <laughs> Do you really want to know? I do, but I'm going to start with um, our friend from Down Under. Actually, you guys can kind of both be from Down me? Under, but I mean the traditional Down Under. Um, Ella, please give I'm us your you. your salt mine and your heart locket. I'm, I'm down under, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, yeah, well, like, I guess I, I, I touched on it before. Like, I find it hard not to kind of just, like, get really aggravated um, at the, like, 
the way this show ends up treating heaven and the afterlife, like, uh-huh. it'll be something I think I'm going to never be fine with. Like, it's, like, my main gripe. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, if someone's like, totally what, you know, what issues are there with the show? That's, like, up there. Right. Um, yeah, like, I just don't like when the show is – it's not doing something meaningful with that in the end. Um, and so kind of seeing them – tease that meaningfulness out in these early episodes i'm like yes yes talk about it um and then it kind of just like makes me salty when i think oh well right i never do anything with that well Um, they did it yeah yeah and so like i don't really actually have a lot of salt mines this episode like i i think it's pretty good um yeah i i guess yeah well (laughs) (laughs) do you have any thoughts on that wait Um, let's get a heart locket uh, or you want to talk about Elsa's salt No, 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 for mine. sure. I just wanted to mention that, like, oh, I definitely do have salt mine moments. But oh, please okay. go ahead and toss your heart locket. Yeah, I just, I guess I was, I was trying to not be nitpicky. I was just, like, letting the episode wash over me today. Um, heart locket? Very cool of you. Um, I don't know. There, there was a kind of, like, a few times where, like, the humor was good. Um, like we said, when, um... <laughs> when Sam like <laughs> fully goes to punch the kid like that did make me like laugh out loud when I noticed yeah, that terrific stuff from Sam Winchester yeah um maybe He's also yeah in my heart mind like that's on one side then sorry my heart mind heart locker um <laughs> do a combo <laughs> the heart locker as well it would be like um that conversation that the boys have at the start at the when they're trying to do like the seance or whatever, mm-hmm. um, I really like I really like when they get to talking about those kind of issues because, like you said, they're they're main characters, so like things are different for them, and it's it's fun to see them kind of grapple with that mm-hmm. as they're having all their like own emotions about you know what's going on with them. Right. Because Zena's like, I don't so want to be a main you? character, cool. and Sam is like, tough titties. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think Dean has a good point though because he's realizing how much it fucking yeah. sucks. <laughs> he's like, "This is not a good." I am on Dean's side. I do not want to be a main character. Yes, absolutely. so true. Dean. Yeah, and I guess that's something as well that the show. The sh- that's like something as well that the show kind of fucks up is like that whole, like, like you said, Dean is the one being like, "I want to be normal. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be special." Yeah. And Sam's the one who's like, "I'm cool with being a bit special. I like doing witchy shit." I, you know, I like being a bit weird and like, but then the show's like, no, um, Dean's too weird to be alive. He's dead. And, um, <laughs> Sam goes be normal and it's all good. Um, yeah. So that, that kind of extrapolates to, to the same thing, I guess. Yeah. No, but you're, you're totally right. Like, I just think it's very funny. Like that, um, they, they set the, they set so many things up and then they don't get there. Jess, do you want to do your, your salt mine and your heart locket or do you want me to go first? No, I want to go last. I want you to go. But as I was going to mention in my, in my things, like one of the things I think they set up very early on in the show, and Jess, you may not know this, <laughs> um, is that <laughs> as early as like season one, I think they set up that Sam is way more like John than Dean is. I've encountered uh, this, by I the way. Just so is... everybody knows. You've encountered oh, that before? Yeah. You've come across it? I don't know. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> You've encountered this notion. That way you feel left behind. Jess knows what the fuck is going on. She doesn't need me. Um, but what I was going to say about it is, like, I think this episode is a really good um, example of that. Like, 
Sam's sort of focusedness and his willingness to just get the job done, mm. even if it's by morally dubious means. Like, he's willing to lie to that mm-hmm. kid, and he is willing to... Um, <laughs> I don't know. He he doesn't apologize to Dean, which about the the whole siren thing. He's just like, you should just be chill with this. And he's way more practical about stuff than Dean is. Well, I think he does apologize a little bit. He does not. He, he just does. says, like, like in the you in know, the last episode. No, he, no. He, he says he does. Not, he says, you know, I didn't mean it. Doesn't That's not an apology. True. Doesn't you know, it was just like, the siren shit. Okay. No, he doesn't say I'm sorry. Okay. He doesn't say sorry. I'm a Sam defender, but that was bullshit. Do you think he means um, sorry, though? <laughs> I don't care if he means sorry. You should say sorry if you mm. mean sorry. Um, <laughs> but that's something that I think is a similarity of his. Like, he's he's pretty prideful. He can be cr- kind of arrogant. And yeah. we see that with the way he, he, he treats Alistair. Like, there is a certain energy about him where, like, he is ruthless and he is really practical and really smart and it, in a lot of ways I really enjoy that about Sam and I think that's very special uh, but I do like when the show brings that out as like the the negative aspect so that's actually my heart locket um, that's my my happy part of the show um, my salt mine, I should have said that first, I should have said my salt mine first I'm sorry, but my salt mine is like the complete stupidity of the whole situation with Pamela, like the mm-hmm. fact that she dies, and then before that, the fact that she's like, I don't want to be pulled into this, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this, so why is she here? Mm-hmm. Pamela does not strike me as someone who is, like, easily talked into, like, she corners. Doesn't. Like, she doesn't want to deal with the Winchesters. She doesn't want to deal with this angel demon crap. Why is she here? I guess she's not thinking that it is angel demon crap. Like, she's thinking that it is, like, helping people. And she it's like she, can, she yeah, can't she really help herself. Yeah, but she tells them that she doesn't want to yeah. do it. Yep, yeah. Then she still chooses to do it, I guess. So I guess the show's just trying to be like, it's just well, stupid. She can't it doesn't make sense that she mm. chooses that. It doesn't make sense for her to choose that at all. Yeah, she shouldn't be answering their calls. It feels like she does not have Winchester derangement syndrome, but still behaves in a Winchester deranged way. Maybe she has Bobby derangement exactly. syndrome. Like, Which you know- means, by the way, that Bobby <laughs> called her, right? They said, but it wasn't Bobby. So Sam faked, sorry, so Cass faked calling her as Bobby. Like he called her up knowing that Cass, she hates you it. you duplicitous little minx. I can't believe this. He's I did not even bag. make that connection that it must have been Cass who reached out to her. Yeah, yeah so I hate that. I hate everything about that. So Cass called her to die. Was it, was it, or did the boys? Because, like, they, the boys are the ones who had the idea to... Oh, you're right, no, Sam called. Yeah. Sorry, you're right, it was, um, Um, bad. Yeah, don't like that Pamela is dead, to be honest. (sighs) Um, my turn. No one can stay alive. I actually don't have a salt mine. I don't like that Pamela died, but, you know, it doesn't, doesn't rate as a salt mine for me. Um... And then my heart locket is, of course, Cass telling Dean, I had to fake being Bobby because you never do what I ask you to do. And I'm so sick of you. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's so fun. It's pretty good. It's pretty good stuff. Yeah. yeah. I like when he's mean. It's so fun. Can't wait for season five, which I think is like pretty high levels of Cass um, bitchery, which is so fun. Yeah. Um, 
I, I feel like in that scene Pretty as good. well, he he really starts off kind of like, you know, like lying and, you know, mm-hmm. shitty and like, <laughs> but then by the end, he's just like, you know, you're different. Like he just go, he ends up being like, she's like, well, you're different. Yeah. He can't. Yeah. He can't not care. He, he's, he's, yeah. Um, and you guys, I forgot to say, uh, the cast count for this episode is Ooh. one minute and 30, which puts us at the second lowest cast count. For this uh, wow. season, the only the only other episode that there's less cast time is I know what you did last summer because he's in the very ending scene. Well, maybe it's this because like short. that's why maybe that's why this episode felt like it took forever to me. Like I was watching that thing a mm. little bit. I had it sped up yeah. a little bit because I was like, I, can yeah, I like, get where's, to cast now? Where's the angel? <laughs> where's the angel? Where's the angel? <laughs> Maybe especially because we have, like, skipped all those, like, other episodes that were, like, brother, brother, brother. Like, when this episode is, like, yeah. oh, you know, like, all this stuff that's been happening with the brothers. We're, like, no, no, no. What's going on with the angels? Where's What's going on with Cat? Castiel, please and thank you. I'd like a Castiel on my desk by noon. Thank you. That's Shall we good. outro? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, righties. I'm not going to get nervous this time. I already wrote down what I was going to say. Perfect. <laughs> Cut that, cut that, please, though. <laughs> no, we'll leave I'm that in. Effortlessly cool at all times. <laughs> Ella gets stage fright on our tonight. podcast that we record with just the three of us. <laughs> there's one vote for cut it, there's one vote for leave it in. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for listening to the Cast Cast. Um, next week, guys, we are going to be covering On the Head of a Fucking Pin. <laughs> when I tell you guys I'm going to go crazy insane, I'm doing the recap. It's going to take forever because I'm going to stop at every detail. And you guys oh. are going to have to live with that. If no, this ends up as a two-parter, would you guys be okay with that? Well, I, I think maybe if not a two-parter, up- but we, we should just maybe do like less outtakes and just like get straight into the episode because... It might just yeah. be a monster. Um, yeah, it's going to be a lot. Yeah, we'll yeah. see how it goes. Um, we'll, do our, we'll do our best. It's going to be our first episode written by Ben Edlund, which is very exciting. Um, so Real good stuff. I guess this, this is Should the first time he writes him? for Cass. <laughs> I wish. No, I'm joking. Um, uh, we'll do that when we do Man Who Would Be King. I think that's that's in my dream world. We get him on for that Oh, one. yeah. I'm wearing the shirt. I'm wearing the shirt next week. Um, yeah, so that'll, that'll be exciting. I'm sure the Cass girls listening, Cass boys cast besties whatever cast enthusiasts yes the cast Cast enthusiasts among us um yeah just get excited like that is just an awesome app and so much happens and so much happens with cast i'm sure the cast count is going to be through the roof um over by through the roof she means in in the two two digits (laughs) we have not gotten over 10 minutes minutes of cast in this season (laughs) <laughs> yeah. exactly That's, that'll be through the roof oh so much happens i'm so excited okay incredible um, stuff i can't wait hopefully the episode is like yeah under five hours at least or something mm-hmm. um everyone will just have to deal um all right you can find us on both twitter and tumblr at the cast cast um and then you can also email us at the cast cast at gmail.com 
Um, we've loved answering your questions. We got a few questions the last couple of weeks um, in our Ask Box, especially. Um, we'd love more. Um, also, we'd just love to hear your like cast-related thoughts. Like, if you've got anything that yeah. is for an upcoming episode that like you you might like want us to chat about or something that you've thought we should focus on, like please yell out because like you know we are all very into the show, but there is just so much going on at all times. So mm-hmm. you know we're never gonna like remember everything. So we'd love to hear from you. And if you want to send in your own I also thought, like, um, heart locket or salt mine at any time, you know, participate in the ooh, pod. Yes. Yeah, yes. Also, like, if you really want to, you can uh, do a little voice recording and slip that over and email to us. Yeah. And maybe we'll put we you would on love the that. If it's good. Yeah, if it's shit, we won't if do it. If it's good. If it's not good, I'll just print it and I didn't get it. Yeah. If, so make it good. If it's g- <laughs> If it's bad, it I'm gonna I'm play joking. it. It's <laughs> so, so mean. Well, because like, okay, imagine oh, somebody actually sends one, and then you, they hear you say that, and then we don't play theirs. Well, then they should just make it good and not bad. I'm gonna edit around it. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Maybe we kind of suck as people. Have you guys no. thought about this? I don't know. It's our <laughs> podcast, YouTube, and we right? get to choose the recordings. <laughs> Uh, we're all going a bit crazy. This has been a, it's the last like forty eight hours in it's world been news long. has been pretty hectic. Kind of yeah. well, we don't even need to talk um, about that. Okay. Nah, no. but just I guess you know. Um, it, bye, listeners. Excuse me. Who's doing the ending? I have, I have more to say. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. Oh, go ahead. Say. I have say to more. intro the bye as well. Like I have to be the first one to say bye. I'm sorry. <laughs> I jumped the gun. Oh. <laughs> all right, bye. I was just saying you that blew your load too early, no, Jess. No, no, no. You, no. You, blew- <laughs> you blew your bye. I was just gonna say that, like you know, despite what's going on, I hope everyone has a lovely week, and we will talk to you next week. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs>
I mean, I just it just doesn't seem like it's ever going to look up. I don't mind if people die as long as like something happens. That is wow, that sounds Yeah. Dark. Um no, but like I don't mind if people in fiction die as long as like there's a, a an end that's going to be okay. Yeah. I don't think I finished it. So, in my head they are still just running from I was really into Did you guys read um Redwall? No, I don't know that. I'm like surprised. I thought that Redwall was like extremely popular, but I actually think it maybe wasn't as big as I thought it was. Um, Did you guys ever read? No, go ahead. Did you guys ever read Nim? I think it was the Isle or the The Island of Nim. N I M H. Wasn't that mice? Mouses? Animals. It was mice yeah. or rats. It was mouses or rats. It was little Milton's. <laughs> Milton! Um, <laughs> the playlist that I made to listen to the car, uh, to listen to in the car yesterday, um, Milton is the is the yes. photo on the front. <laughs> what are the vibes? Like, what what Love what it. are the songs? <laughs> there he Hi. is. Hi! Nicki John. Because we were going to the beach. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Just like random shit because we just I needed like <laughs> pop songs to listen to in the car. Nice. Um, but the thing is like I really Very don't special. know any new music, so I went with like, like I don't know like today's hottest hits, really. Hottest hits. <laughs> yeah. I'm like the most the the most like the newest music that I know is Olivia Rodrigo's album. So that's on there, but that came From out like two years ago, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but i was like what are i've got i've got pop recommendations like, it can't just be it can't just be like lucy dacus and orville peck which right. is all that i listen to but i think no. it's like because when i like when i just like put on something to just like listen to just like, like to not pay attention to listen to it's podcasts like i don't like go in my music app and like select like one of the like the pre-made playlists so like i don't really keep uh, i don't really like listen to a lot of music i just like listen to the music that i already like and then so many fucking podcasts i used to listen to the music i feel like if i'm just listening to music and not podcasts like i'm having like a good mental health day like if i can just Mm -hmm. put music on and like not not be bored and like be doing an activity verbal yeah whereas podcasts is most days yeah (laughs) No, I think it's like pretty dark that I need to listen to podcasts. Like basically, from when I wake up to any moment that there's like silence. That's pretty. And then I I play them to go to sleep as well. (laughs) But here's the thing: if I don't do that, then I have time to think. (laughs) That's exactly what I was gonna say. You can't have that. Seem good. But this is like pro strats. You guys are teaching me things that I'm gonna apply and use in my own life. I did use it yesterday. So like at work, I have a lot of like silent work time. And I'm, like, so caught up on my podcast, but I have this huge backlog. I should stop subscribing to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, because I really don't listen to it anymore. (laughs) But I have, like, so much backlog, but I'm actually, like, pretty up to date on all of my podcasts. I listen to, like, a couple of... Like all prime, like a couple of other supernatural ones, and I've and I have had to stop because they are like also in season four. Oh no! So mm-hmm. and I need to like not listen to those episodes until we are past there. Um, because I like I was like, oh, you know, I want to check out a few of the like other you know, SBN pods in the little group. Yeah, that we've got. Yeah, 
Um, and like mm-hmm. the one, I was already like one that I listened to. Um, but yeah, it's just like, oh fuck, I cannot be like thinking about this. I need to be thinking about our episode. <laughs> I had to um, unfollow um, season 12 Dean this morning because he's listening. He's live blogging season five and just got to season uh, six. Uh, and I was like, I don't want to be reading all of this stuff. Cause uh, then I'll just end up like parroting his ideas on the I thought pod. you were going to say like, you unfollowed. What? Yeah. Wow. That's bold. Season 12 Dean's so smart. I know, but that's the problem. I know. That's exactly what I'm <laughs> saying. Like, I wouldn't want to miss out on those takes. I'm barely online these days because I'm moving right now. Like things are busy. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, you got a lot going on. I, this was, I've never known you to be so offline. I know. It's crazy. Um, do you guys want to talk more for outtakes or is there anything that you guys want to want to bring up? In terms of your life and your experience, um, and how you are living right now. Maybe if someone wants to say something, so I can eat some chocolate. Jesus, I will do that for you. I, I will. I will buy it for you. Yeah. Eat chocolate and know that I want your chocolate, but it's fine. Um, I need. I need the energy. Totally cool. I can't judge you. I'm moving right now, and it's stressful, and I'm tired, and my whole body hurts, and also. My power was out in my building, which it it's never out. I've had one power outage before, and then it was out from Friday when I started moving. No, wait. From Friday, Thursday, I got some of my furniture out. But it was out from Friday, uh-huh. which meant that I couldn't use the elevator to carry my shit down, and I had to go down four f- flights of stairs, which are eight sets of stairs, and up and down and up and down with that shit. And it was terrible. That is terrible. So my whole body hurts. Yeah. Luckily, my sister and her fiance came to help yesterday. And my parents also were helping because they're the best. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to you guys. Was it a power out everywhere or was it just like your place? It was just the there's something wrong with the, the building's power. And the like electricity suppliers were like, yeah, we called the council. We don't know when they're, it's going to be fixed. And I was like, cool, fuck this. Um. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. What a mess. Yeah, but we got all my furniture out. Amen. So I have a couple of things to get out there, but I'm pretty much this side now, and we're building a little catio for Jack. So that's where I'm at. Send pictures, catio. please. I will. It might take a while, though. She's going to love it. She's already not doing too bad. She's she's adjusting okay. So that's she's tough. Good, good news. I feel like there's kind of two like types in the server where it's like there's like gamers who like Supernatural and then there's Destiel fans. Basically. And that's like what the server is made Are up you of. You're so, like, such a gamer. I am both. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> um I haven't gamed since for like probably a month now. Oh. I started Dark Souls and it was really hard and I only played for like a little while and I kept getting killed, which is like the experience when you start a new a brand new game like you're not good at it immediately but it makes it really hard for me to like pick it up and start playing again because i'm like Mm. this is hard (laughs) Mm. so and i miss did you i miss Geralt. (laughs) i miss Geralt so much play him again play that man (laughs) my friend i know i didn't even finish jeremy um, if you stop playing dark souls like properly i did because i needed some input on like how to start my character 
Um, and then I didn't listen to what he said. I, I took a different friend's advice. <laughs> wow. You're never going to be... I'm sorry, Jeremy. <laughs> you be best he's that right. He was talking to me about X-Men the other day. So now I might get into X-Men. And I'm mad. I'm pretty angry about that. Don't get into X-Men. I'm sorry. Like, I can't... We can't do that. Why not? There's so much to There's get into. I, X-Men is like... <laughs> ugh, you know what I mean? <laughs> They have outfits. You sent me I cool art. I don't think it's Ugg. <laughs> he sent me cool art and it was it was dope. It ruled. He sent me... So what? You're going to start reading comic books now? Ugh. Ugg. Yeah, maybe. The thing about comic books <laughs> and reading them well, is that it's so fucking annoying. Like when you're like... Because I'm not going to buy comic books physically. I'm just not going to do that. The toll that that will take on yeah. me is immeasurable. So, like, I would read digitally, which is also difficult because you have to zoom and you have to scroll and then you have to go back. Terrible time. Yeah. Yeah. Shall we do this podcast? Should we do this thing? Yeah. Probably. (laughs) We missed so many, like, fun episodes. Yeah, we missed the siren... Let me do the intro. I'm supposed to do the recap. I forgot. Hold on. <laughs> Are you going to mention that? I'm just, I'm saying it in case you don't mention Tell it. Tell me like everything and then I'll, it then I'll mention it. No, I just like, I want to talk about the siren <laughs> episode so bad. I have like, why? <laughs> sorry. I'm I have sorry. like an essay inside my head about it. I'm like, there's no cats. Forget it. I know. It's literally like just brother issues. Who gives a shit? Well, season four sure does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You better cut that. I feel like they'll be like, <laughs> no. like I don't they care. They have to know at this point that like Jess doesn't give a fuck, right? Like their drama is so yeah. exhausting. It's like get so over funny. yourselves. At this point, if you can't, if you don't get it, then like, all right, <laughs> gonna hype myself up.